Good morning, all you lunatics. I'm just kidding. Hi, good morning. Merry almost Christmas. It is Tuesday, December 21st. Also, happy early birthday to my brother. Uh, his birthday is tomorrow. I am excited for Christmas. I think that there are so many fun things going on and things to do and gifts to buy and gifts to receive and all sorts of fun stuff and family time and Christmas trees. But today's episode is not on Christmas, actually. Um, I don't really have anything to say about Christmas this year. I have a Christmas tree. Oh my gosh, my phone keeps buzzing. Um, I have a Christmas tree and I love it. My house is decorated, but I'm actually going to be alone on Christmas this year, which actually we'll get to this part of the episode. Um, Let's get into it. This episode is called Fake News and none of it is going to be fake though. It's all very real and we're going to talk about working in news. And now that I've like been at my current job for a couple months. This is now my second news market and a lot of things are different and a lot of things are the same. And I just want to talk about like a really honest conversation, a really raw, I guess. Ew, I hate when people say that though. I'm raw and I'm honest. An honest conversation about like what it's like to work in news. And if you work in, if you're a reporter or an anchor, you 100% feel everything I'm about to say. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, let's get started by talking about this lasagna soup I made last night. I know it sounds weird, but it's so good. So you take like Italian sausage, right? Brown it in like a pot, throw some onion, throw some garlic in, and then you add a can of marinara sauce, some chicken broth, and some water and a bay leaf, and you like let that all boil. And then you throw broken up lasagna noodles in. So it's kind of like a chicken noodle soup, but with sausage and lasagna lasagna noodles. And then when you serve it, you dollop a little bit of like ricotta cheese, mozzarella cheese, mozzarella cheese, and then some parsley. Oh my God, it's so good. It's like so hearty. It tastes like lasagna. It's really good. Okay, let's get into it. So let me just start out by saying I really love my job. I think that especially like it's all about seasons in life and it's all about doing jobs that fit you and fit your lifestyle for different seasons. And the season that I'm in right now, I love this job. It's a crazy schedule. It's a crazy, you know, like job. And I get that. But for me right now, it's perfect. It's fun. It's engaging. And I'm learning so much and I'm getting a lot of a lot out of it. And I think I'm developing skills that are going to be transferable to all kinds of things down the road. So I'm just going to go through like a normal day um, really quickly. So I, if you don't know, I'm um, an anchor and a reporter at my new station. So I weekend, I weekend, I anchor the weekend evening shows and I report on our morning show, Good Morning Colorado, um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So yes, that schedule is kind of hard, that transition, and I'll talk about it. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, today's Tuesday, so I work tomorrow, Wednesday morning when I report. I wake up at 2.15 in the morning and I get ready for work and I'm at work at 3.30 in the morning. So once I get to work at 3.30, I'm already like in full hair and makeup, like everything's ready for the day. And I put together a couple of, I'm just going to call them stories because I don't want to like, um, like confuse you guys with too much technical language, but I put together like a few mini stories to go live in our morning show. So then what I do is I do a live hit, which is where I'm out in the field and I'm live and I'm reporting my story. 
Um, and I do that four to five times every morning. So I do it at 5 a.m. around 5.30, at 6 a.m. around 6.30, and then sometimes right before 7 o'clock, depending on the story that I'm doing. So I go live several times. So by 7 a.m., I've already gone live several times. I've done a certain story for the day. And then after the 7 o'clock show wraps, then I start working on a different story for the day, for the noon show, for the 12 o'clock show. So then I go out with um, one of our awesome photographers and I do a story. And that's like a brand new story. So whatever I did in the morning, I change for the noon. Usually, sometimes I stay on it, but usually I change. And then I turn a story with the photographer and then I go live in the noon show. So in total, I'm going live like six, five, five or six times a day and um, usually focusing on two different topics, let's say, for the day. So it's really jam-packed. I end up getting off around 1231, kind of depends on what's going on. Um, and that is my reporter days, right? So by 1230, one o'clock, I'm back home. I'm done for the day. But then I go to bed really early too. So I go to bed around like 6.37 um, because like I'm just a person that needs like a full eight hours of sleep um, and I don't do well when I don't get it. So I tend to go to bed around 6.37, which is kind of a bummer, right? Because like if you want to do anything or you want to like hang out with like friends or whatever, you can't really do that because you have to just go to bed so early. Okay, so that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? Then Saturday and Sunday, I work almost the opposite hours. I work 2 p.m. to 11 p.m., and that's when I anchor. So my Friday to Saturday transition is actually really long. Um, Like, I get off work at 12.30 on Friday, and then I don't work again until 2 p.m. on Saturday. Um, But then it's made up for on my Monday, Tuesday is like my weekend because Monday I have all the day off. And then Tuesday, I do have Tuesday off technically, but my day gets cut short because I go to bed so early. So it all kind of evens out. Um, And then a normal anchoring day for me is I show up and I usually show up. I show up dressed with my hair done and then just my eye makeup done because I find that my face makeup is what gets like crusty and like cakey and gross after several hours. So I come with just my eye makeup. And then um, I get to work and I usually just like check in and see what's going on for the day, do emails, make sure I'm not like, make sure I'm up to speed on stuff. And then I go record radio hits. So I write, we also have a radio station. Um, I write like the top headlines for the day, the top stories, and then I go record them and those air on the radio. And then I come back and um I do our social media, so like I make sure that posts are getting posted, like articles and tweets and Facebook posts and stuff, and then I write any articles that need to be written, chat with the producer, see what we're doing for the day, just help out where I can. Um, Usually once a weekend, I'll do an anchor package where I, basically an anchor package is just a package, I just do a story, Um, but instead of saying like, instead of introing it like, here's Riley Carroll reporting, I just like say here's the story because it's myself reporting I don't want to intro myself um and then I anchor the five o'clock show and then it's a half hour show five to five thirty and then we have a break produce a new show and then we, ha- we go on at 10 o'clock and that's a, like a 35 minute show um and it's really fun and I love my anchoring days they're so much fun so 
it's really it's really awesome. And I love getting like the balance of everything because on my reporter days, I'm really like in control of my content. I get to do exactly what I want to do. I get to like meet people and go out in the field and talk to people. Anchoring is so much fun. I actually like prefer anchoring as far as just like a long term career um, because I like being able to show a little bit of like personality, like have a little bit of ownership. It's really nice. Um, and then obviously when you're an anchor, you don't always do the exact stories that you want to do because you have to report all of the story. You have to read all the stories, not just the ones that you want. And, um, it's really great. So I have a really good time with it. Um, the reality is though, and any reporter would say this, like being a reporter it's hard. Like it is a lot of work. And in general, it's difficult. You have like holidays, right? Christmas is coming up in a few days. I'm working Christmas Eve and Christmas. And then I'm working New Year's Eve and New Year's. I won't be with my family. Um, I'll be by myself. And like, that's really hard. Like that's something that like a lot of reporters go through is not being with your family on holidays, not having like normal days off, not having normal weekends off, not having normal hours, not having consistency. Um, that can be really hard. Sometimes reporting on sad news can be really difficult. I've talked about this in, in an episode with my old news director, Nazi. By the way, she's got an awesome podcast called Choose Happy. Check it out. Nazi Javid, Choose Happy. Um, but like sometimes reporting on sad news can be really draining. Uh, that's that's always a bummer. It's like you can't escape it. Like there's never going to be a day where like people aren't in crisis or people aren't having the worst day of their life. And like unfortunately – Usually, like, we're talking about it, and um, that can sometimes be hard. And then, like, sometimes story ideas can be hard, right? Like, there's – I just said there's so much going on in the world, but then at the same time, sometimes it's hard to come up with a story idea, and you have to. Like, as the reporter, it's your responsibility to let the producers know, like, what you plan on doing for a story that day. So sometimes that's hard, right? Like, sometimes it feels like everything's already been done. There's no fresh ideas. There's nothing new. But – there always is. You just have to get creative. That can be really stressful. And then, frankly, let me take a sip of coffee before this one. Frankly, reporters, um, they don't get paid enough. We just don't get paid a lot. And I say that like given what we do. So like the average American salary is $52,000 a year. Most reporters in like mid to small markets, which is how you start out, make far less than that a year. And it's not just about like making less money, but it's also about like you, we go to school for this. Like we get degrees. I have a journalism degree. I have a master's degree. Like all of us reporters, we are trained. Like you have to know how to run a camera, how to write something, how to edit something, like how to present yourself on air, which is a skill in and of itself. And so it's a pretty like skilled job. And it's also crucial like people rely on the news to know what's going on what traffic looks like what the latest COVID numbers are like what safety looks like in their community they rely on it for the good news too to like spread positivity and so it's a really important service really it's a service I think news is it's really important service in communities and it doesn't always get paid and it's not because like you know your particular station is like cheap and doesn't want to pay you that's that's like how much money is in general how much money is going into news like it's hard to get advertisements it's on local channels like it's all it's all part and parcel but oftentimes we don't get paid a lot of money so you really don't go into news for the money at all um it's not how you get rich (laughs) and really something that I've learned since starting is like you don't go into it 
like you can't really even be vain. You know, people think it's glamorous like you're on TV. Literally, we are running around up until the last second when I'm reporting to get the story in. And then like in the last three seconds, three seconds is dramatic. In the last like three minutes, I like fix my makeup, fix my hair, get the makeup out from under my eyes, put on lip gloss and like go on air. Like you don't always look your best. And it's not about that. It's about the story. And so that's something like I think is a big misconception that a lot of people think that being on the news, being on, being in television news, they focus on the television part and not the news part. And like the television part is a very small, small part of it. Like when I go on the news and I anchor, I don't even know how many people watch the station. So like I like let's say it's 100 people. I'm talking to a camera in like an empty studio except for like our meteorologist or something or maybe there's a reporter in there but like I'm talking to a camera I'm not talking to a hundred people or however many people are watching so it really doesn't even feel like you're on tv or anything like it it that television part is just such a small part of it and I don't know I think that's something that a lot of people like don't really realize or like I know a lot of young people like I talked to some college girls and um They want to get into TV news because they like television. Like, really, they want to do television. They want to do hosting. They want to do something, which is so fantastic. But it's not about the TV when you're in, when you're, you know, when you're a TV news reporter. It's it's very rarely about the actual television part of it. So the great thing about being a reporter, though, I will say is, like, you really do get to meet new people and tell new stories. Like, it's always exciting to see what you're going to do. You walk in, it's a brand new day. Like you can do any story that you want. And something that's like, it's kind of weird because I've talked about this with some of my coworkers before. News is such a weird um, industry. And I'm sure there, I mean, I know there are other industries like this, but um, I apologize. Nothing comes to mind right now. I can't think of any, but like news is so weird because you go in and you do a brand new story for the day. Let's say I do a story today on like a house fire, right? I put all this work in, I do all these interviews, all this stuff, and then tomorrow, the house fire doesn't matter. Like, nobody cares about the house fire, it's old news, what's the, what's the new thing? So on the one hand, it's almost weird because, like, you're not working towards any long-term projects. Like, every single day is its own mini project, and the accumulation of your work is, like, hundreds and hundreds of different stories. It's not like, you know, a company that's, like, we're working on, like, a three-month presentation or, like, all these documents compiled together every day is a new day. But the great advantage of that is like, one of my photographers, they're not my photographers, it's a photographer that I get to work with, um, Suze, she always says like, you're only as good as your last hit, like you're only as good as your last story. Because if you have a bad day and you do like a terrible job and your story's awful, no big deal. I mean, obviously don't do that often. But then the next day you do a new story and that's it. And you just move on. Like there's just always an opportunity to be better and get better and improve. And that's really encouraging. I find that to be really reassuring. And, you know, some days are really tough in news. And then every once in a while you get a day where you really help someone or you really make a difference or even like you just get to tell a fun story that made you happy and that you know is making other people happy or you get an email from a viewer or like a Facebook message and that to me is really um, rewarding I guess and so um, you know but news is hard right like news is news is a tough business and there's all different kinds of reporters and I think that 
you know, news stations need every kind of reporter, right? Like you have your investigative reporters, you have like crime reporters, you have city municipal reporters, you have like um, lighter reporters, like morning reporters. We often get the fantastic opportunity to do like lighter pieces to like wake people up with good news. And you need all of those. Like they're all so important to having a well-rounded newscast that people actually want to watch. Um, and so I really value like everyone's job. And I think everyone's job has its own unique difficulties and then its own unique like um, rewards. And so I really appreciate all kinds. I'm so happy here in my new market. I'm getting to do a lot of like good news. I did a lot of good news at my last market too, but because we had fewer reporters, I was also often doing very hard news stories, which I loved. And I will say one difference between my old market and this market, and it's it's not a bad thing. Like it's all pros and cons, right? Where I came from was a very like small town kind of. And so the negative of that is like, there's not as good as shopping. It's kind of isolated. It's hard to get to, whatever, whatever. But as far as a news market goes, the positive of that is you really get to know the community. Like I knew the viewers, people would comment on my Facebook, like I would talk, I would see them out in the community and we would have conversations. I knew the police chief, I knew the the fire captain, like all sorts of connections that I made were really, really strong there because we were smaller. And that, that was rewarding in and of itself because I would do a story and then I'd be at the grocery store maybe and I'd have people come up and be like, oh, I saw your story. I really appreciate it. You know, whatever. And that's really rewarding. When you move to a larger city and a larger market like I'm in now, um, it's great shopping. It's more resources. Our station is bigger. We have more like equipment and resources and people. Um, but there's not that personal connection with the community. Not yet, at least. I mean, you have to be in these markets for a lot longer than the three and a half months that I've been here um, to really like to really get that connection with people. Um, but I do miss that. I do miss that about my last market, that connection that I had. I still get messages from people in that old market. Um, and I respond to them and I love hearing from them, but that was a very personal connection that I had with those viewers. And I do miss that sometimes because that for me is part of the thing that is the most rewarding about this job is being able to talk to people and and make those connections and make a difference. So it's all give and take. And I'm sure like if I were to go to an even larger market, like there would be way more perks, probably make more money, better place to live. I might have a better job. I might have better hours. But then that that connection becomes even less personal, right? Because then you're you're doubling or tripling or quadrupling your viewing audience. So it's just such a give and take. And I think that being a news reporter is just so nuanced. And keep in mind too, I began my reporting career during the pandemic. So, so much of what I have reported on so far has been COVID-19, COVID-19 impacts, business impacts, social impacts, you know, how, how schools and businesses are handling it. And so it's going to be interesting, um, when hopefully everyone's getting vaccinated. Um, but it's going to be interesting when in a couple years, when COVID-19 isn't our main focus anymore, Um, what sorts of stories, you know, come about and the news has become kind of a pain point for a lot of people. I'll, I'll say, you know, this is called fake news, this episode, and it's kind of funny, but it's also not because over the past year, so many accusations have been thrown around of 
news and it's and it's being fake and it's not truthful. And I'll say this too. I've let me get a sip of coffee. I'll say this. This is totally an unprofessional opinion. Like please do not take me that seriously, but this is my opinion. I think that there's a lot of major networks that unfortunately present themselves, these on-air personalities present themselves as news anchors or news reporters, but they're commentators, right? They're giving their opinion, but they're selling it as news. And we can, you know, get on our soapbox up and down all day and say it's the individual person's responsibility to, you know, verify their news and check their sources. But at the end of the day, if we're selling the public something that we're calling news and it's not news, that's our bad. That's completely our bad. And not having bias in a newsroom, of course, we all aim to be unbiased. And I'd like to think that I like that I am unbiased in my reporting, but it's almost impossible to believe it's naive, I should say, that the people that are reporting don't have any kind of unconscious bias on the things that they're reporting on. We're human, right? And so, you know, sometimes I see things in the news and I'm like, that's not a fact. That's an opinion disguised as a fact. That's a skewed statistic that really, you know, is alarmist and makes people feel like the world is ending, but there's no context, there's no perspective. And I think that that's what a lot of news is missing, especially national news. You know, I think that local news can maintain so much of its own integrity because it doesn't have just like millions and millions and millions of dollars on the line and huge contracts and these network heads that are pushing for like, you know, making more money and stuff like that. I I do think that local news can kind of stray away from that better than networks can. But, um, you know, I, I, I see network news and sometimes it's like, it, it just lacks that context and it lacks putting things in perspective. And I think that commentators are wonderful, political commentators, news commentators, there's a place for them. Um, but it's not with the title anchor or reporter under it because um, it's misleading. And at the end of the day, it's their opinion that that is formed based on facts or whatever. But I, I just think that, you know, local news can really maintain a, a level of integrity that network news, unfortunately, just can't um, because of factors that are out of their control, like money. Money is a money is a very powerful thing. And when you have millions and billions of dollars in these networks and they depend on the ratings of their news shows, um, it can be very difficult. So all that is to say, I'm proud of being a reporter. I'm proud of the work that like my news channel does. And I think that you don't work in news because you want to get rich or get famous or be glamorous or have an amazing schedule and a lot of flexibility. You do it because you enjoy it because you value telling people stories and giving them a platform that they wouldn't otherwise have, because you value sharing good news and making people feel good, and you value sharing hard news and bad news that keeps people safe. And so I think that, you know, if you're listening to this and you are a reporter, you completely understand what I'm saying. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking about being a reporter, it's definitely some factors to consider. Or if you're just listening to this and you're like, I got no interest in being a reporter, never have, never will, but like, I just want to listen to Riley ramble. Thank you for listening. Um, that's what I have to say about news in general. So 
I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Have a very Merry Christmas and enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy the holiday season, the season of giving. Don't forget if you can, if you're capable, give where you can. There's so many people that have nothing for Christmas. And um, now I'm not just talking about presents. I'm talking about heat and food and shelter. And so wherever you can donate, please do. Um, it goes a very long way for people, especially around this time. So have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Drink water. I love you all. Have a good one. Oh, I forgot to say my, I'll see you next time on The Life of Riley.